You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. The socially distanced NFL Draft is finally here, and you can follow all the action at BetOnline.net. Wondering who will be the first, second, and third draft pick? Do you know if more offensive or defensive players will be taken in the first round? Have a hunch on how many trades will take place in the first round? Maybe you're into oddities like how many draftees' dogs will be shown during first-round coverage. Before the draft goes live, head over to BetOnline.net for the latest props, lines, and odds. Bring the draft home with BetOnline.net. It's time for the World Arm Wrestling League this week. I'm your host, Neil Pickup, and it is on. Hello and welcome, ladies and gents. Show number 49 of World Arm Wrestling League this week with myself, Neil Pickup. Hope you're all well. If you checked out last week's show, show 48, you will know that it was the first of a two-parter. The same four guests are with me once again on the line. Canada's Brendan Lemon Mulvihill. Australia's Ryan Blue Bowen, the Angry Bird, Adam Wilmot, who had so much to say and will again, and California's own natural Jamie Sheldon. Ladies and gentlemen, fasten up your chin straps. It's about to get bumpy. Ryan Bowen, we've travelled through space and time for at least... Like a minute and a half. We heard an entertaining story again from the Angry Bird, which will stay as a story in the four of our minds till we get to LA and we see it go off. But <laughs> we just heard we just heard a comment from Angry Bird about Jamie Sheldon and he was gonna flash pin him three nil. Quickest win in world arm wrestling league history, and you were just about to come in with an answer, mate, I think. Yeah, I, I, I think that Jeff, Jeff Hale provides an interesting perspective, and I wanted to know um, Angry Bird's opinion. Given that Jeff Hale has picked Jamie Sheldon to win this, given how much he knows both of you guys, uh, how does that affect you, man? I, I don't see. I mean, you got it. You got to give the man some some validity in in, in his opinion. How how do you see his opinion? And I, and I do. I give Jeff's opinion a lot of uh, respect. But I don't know how much that was because he's Jamie's friend and he didn't want to have to pick against him on the show. And I don't know how much of that was from what he actually felt from the two of us. I think I have a much stronger hand and wrist than Jamie right now. All right. I was able to take Jeff's hand. Jamie was not really ever really threatening Jeff's hand at all. So I'm feeling pretty confident right now. If I take Jamie's hand, I'm going to take his arm, and that's going to be the end of the night. Now, Jamie, when you, pulled, when you pulled Alan Fisher in the last round that you won, so round number three, 
you lost your hand there, but you had enough side to just literally grip through it with the sort of a, you still had a lot of back pressure applied there, but your wrist and hand had gone, but your arm was certainly strong enough to get the job done. Is that something you've really worked extensively on or is that just part of it? Did you just feel at that point that you, you had enough connection through the elbow to get it done there? Yeah, I was actually when Alan Fall started on that last one and took my hand slightly and then I, I pushed through it, which wasn't the first time that's happened. I've done that with Alan before. Um, I didn't feel Alan's hand when I top rolled him the first match. So I don't worry about top roll. Mm-hmm. Um, Angry Bird has is, is got an amazing top roll, but he's not fast enough to flash pin me. Um, I've had flash pin type of guys like Corey Miller take my hand and I push through that. I've had flash pin guys like Luke Kent take my hand and I push through that. So I, I don't worry about losing my hand if it happens. If, if, and I'm going to say if, because there are situations where I'll just, I'll lose the match. I mean, I'm not the strongest guy on the planet, but if I lose my hand and I'm still in a specific position to where I can use my tricep to push through it, take my hand. Then let's see who's stronger. Well, you know what? The, the, I was um, I was reading some comments the other day, and everybody's familiar with the cock of the walk competition, yeah? That, that James Reed and mm. and uh, crew were running with the RVJ in the middleweight division. I'm sure that Ryan and Brendan are extremely familiar with that, and some of the guys that are going to be involved. Now, one of the posts that Rob Bidgent Jr. put out there was um, where he was offering a bonus for anybody that would take on three basic moves of the sport during the event. So, win with a hook. I'll do it to, I'll do it to Brendan. I'll do it to Brendan. I hope Rob will still pay for that. But, yeah, I reckon I could do it to Brendan in one super match. Well, let, let's be serious here. That's hilarious. I, I wanted to build on, of, of you guys, of the four of you, how many of you can say with absolute honesty and confidence that within your career, super match or otherwise, you have won in the three fundamental hook, top, press. Have you all done that? Have I haven't pressed or shoulder rolled somebody from the amateur since my amateur days. It's always been hook and top roll since uh, I've started well, that- in the pro ranks. But you got me intrigued now. I might try to break that out. Do you feel like stuff I, I practice Wednesday. Sorry, say I again, actually Mike. commented on that post, Neil, and I said, hey, uh, uh, Rob, is it like a Jerry Cataret type of press initiated off the go, or can you transition? And that started a whole other debate in that post because yes, how many people you died into a press like Jerry? Mm. You did that to What's Jeff. You started it in top roll, and then you jumped up real quick for that tricep press. You don't think I'd remember watching that in that video but i do and i'm ready for it if you try that bullshit on me second match you mean yeah when you uh when you guys both top rolled and it looked like you were gonna slip and then you just jumped on his hand and pressed yeah i i seen that and i'm ready for it as it comes i I mean by the time time if you're learning if you're learning from luke kent to pull me that's bad news for you because we all seen what I did to Luke Kent, and if you didn't, go look it up on YouTube right now. Do not tell me you punched Luke Kent in the face. <laughs> no, I punched his arm down to the pad in the blink of an eye, though. Yeah. Neil, you don't answer your question. That, I, I think that 
I think that you got to be able to do it off the go um, for it to be valid. Like, by the time I've led Brandon to the point where he wants to pin himself, I can literally do anything to the man at that stage. So you, you don't need to be that... that you, your connections don't need to be that amazing to be able to press or whatever at that point. But to be able to press off the go when, when your opponent's still legit going sideways hard that's that's a different beast not many people can do that um and to be able to force a hook when someone else is not wanting to go there that's a that's another talent and likewise to be able to top roll when someone's convinced they're going into a hook that's what i would personally characterize as a, as a tick in the box and what rob's talking about uh, as opposed to transitioning and and for me i yeah no dramas i could do that so you're saying that right now that you can get the technical Grand Slam on Brandon Lemon in LA. I think so. I think if, if I play my cards right, I think that if the if we if we you, get a good drawn out match for something sled. out there in Australia, I don't even know what it is, but you're crazy. You the you think you're doing that to Brandon. Lemon. Yo, you are eating them eucalyptus leaves that the koala bears eat. All right, get off that shit. You don't need it. It's bad for your health. You are crazy, dude. You are not going to pull off no trifecta on Brendan like that. So we, we, whichever, you, whatever way I win the first round, I'll either win the first round. When I when I say the first round, I'm talking about my first round. Brendan might get a get a point on the board, but the first round I win will either be a top roll or a hook. It'll be one of those two, and whichever oh one God. I do, I'll pick the next one for the next round, and then I'll press him in the for my final round. You're gonna press me. All right. Yeah, off off the okay. go. I'll press you when I'm up. When I'm on two and you're on none or, my or man, one. My man, you it. are so oh, <laughs> you are so silly. You are the silliest this guy. Dude, this dude is silly. It's because of lack of sleep. I know what that does to a person. <laughs> I came on the last show with lack of sleep, and you should have sounded how fruity I freaking sounded. Man, nobody has been doing that to me lately. I, I promise you, I haven't seen it. He's seen me perform at these winning these. Your arm's going to be like, so blown up it. by round four, three or four. Oh, you, after, having, after having Man. refused to pin yourself, you're, you're going to have such a pumped hand that literally, like I said, I could have my way with you in by that time. And oh, so pressing is God. not an issue. Off to go. I'm just fascinated by the... Uh... By that claim that that you, you're gonna you're basically gonna technical grand slam Brendan. I mean, but what you were saying there, just for clarity, right? And is that by the third round, Brendan's gonna be so destroyed, his arm is gonna be so fatigued, filled with lactic acid, that he won't have anything left, and that's the reason why you'd be confident. Mm, yeah, I think that like if round one, I wouldn't dare look for a, a straight out press off no. against someone of Brendan's caliber. No way. That'd be too risky on my elbow. Um, I mean, if I have my shoulder in and I'm connected, I, I can, I can handle big, big force through my, the tendons in my elbow. That's fine. But, but when, when it's against a human and someone's hitting hard, yeah, it's, that's, I'm not at that level yet um, of preparedness in my elbow to, but by round three or four, yeah. Once that, once Brendan's struggling to close his hand in the setup, then we can talk about Preston. Three or four? It's only going to be three rounds, you silly little goose. <laughs> Dude, that's you, you, th- you think I'm going to do a 3 zero? You him a silly little goose? <laughs> little you should, you should back goes, yourself more. You, you should, need to go to trash talking school, brother. You should be a little goose for the weekend. I thought we topped out with him calling you a sacrificial lamb. But, but yeah. silly little goose. No, that's... I mean, 
Somebody's up there, mate. That's you, mate. you know what? That's got to be a Canadian thing. They're just too freaking nice up there, you know? Oh, exactly. I live in exactly. Buffalo where people are, like, completely miserable 100% of the time. You go just across a bridge, and it's the nicest people in the world. It's clean, and everybody wants to be your friend. You come over to where I live, and people will just as soon step on your face than look at you. <laughs> That's two two movie references you've done in the last uh, hour, Adam. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy. But hey, hey, if, if that match, if that Ryan and Brendan match goes five rounds and it's that kind of a war, just make sure that those guys get that that uh that match bonus. And let, <laughs> let's let's keep the money. Let's keep the money in the lighter weight classes. Instead of these big boys stealing all the show. Is, all I'm saying is this. Up. Eat it up. We already know from, from Brendan and Ryan that, number one, Brendan is going to put Ryan in a hook. Whether he likes it or not, he's going in a hook. And he's confident that he can do that. And just to one-up on him, Ryan has claimed that in round three or four, he will, off the start, dead wrist tricep press Brandon to the pad. <laughs> This is big flames, mate. Oh, my God. <laughs> but would he do that if Danny Tesh is in the room? <laughs> well, you've got to be careful with whatever you do, then. <laughs> hey, joking aside, that, that that is not an easy thing to pull off. I know we make light of it, but I thought it was a really good pause from Rob, that, because not many guys... Mm. Would do the point he made, was making there. I think the, the the terminology he used was something like they've got a lane or they've got a groove, and they stick to that groove through through thick or thin. Most people, and I think there's right. some there's some element of truth in that. I think a lot of the elite guys do know where their strengths are, and when they're at that high level, high pressure situation, you don't often see too many guys deviate. There are a few. Yeah, you accept. Yeah, that's why I don't do well in tournaments because I don't have a, a an ace up my sleeve. There is no one trigger of mine that is that 10-20% better than every other move that I've got. And because I don't have that, I I don't I don't do as well in tournaments. It's that's the simple truth of it. I'm right from the beginning of me studying the sport, I identified that my arm and hand was an average size. I thought, well, I'm not I'm not tall. I'm not short. My hand isn't big. My hand isn't small. It's just right in the middle. So I figured, well, I got to be able to do everything because I'm going to come up against opponents with all sorts of differences, both on the longer side and the shorter side. So I, I need to be able to do everything. And so right from the beginning, that's been my goal is to be fully well-rounded. And you, let's be honest, Ryan, you do love a strap. I mean, you, yeah, you, you oh, yeah, are without. Yeah, and, and, I mean, it's pretty pretty sure we're going to end up in a strap. Um, now, yeah, I think I think Bart, Bart might as well just strap it up. I think that even outside of, I, look, I don't think anyone's going to be really holding on outside the strap. With them, we might flirt with it for a, for whoa, a quarter of a second. You, a hook. <laughs> you well, you're going to throw me a hook out of the strap now? Jeez. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Alan Guerra did it. Alan Guerra did. Had you in a fucking dad's move, man. <laughs> like, wait till you see what I do coming at you. Oh my god, he did in, he did as well, didn't he? Wait till you see the velocity I'm coming at you. It's ten times harder than Alanguera. I got way more than he has there. Just wait and see, my man. Alan Guerra's hand is like like swallow your hand. You got this oh little baby. Oh my god, it's thing. all coming back now. I remember that because he was saying to you, he was looking at you, and he was even saying it in that Spanish. He was like, Where'd you going? 
Where are you going, Ryan? Where are you going, Ryan? Where are you going? Oh. <laughs> in your, Where, in you going? Where were you going, Ryan? At that point. <laughs> Where the, 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 is throwing you in a hook. Wait till BLM throws you in a hook. Oh my goodness! Just wait and see, no, my man. You don't have you don't have the right set of tools to to do what Alan did in that round one, and, and that's oh round one. Like, how did man, how did he go get me to hook again after that? You don't realize this. Wait till I clamp and I fucking get my shoulder behind it, get on top of you and grind and grip. I don't want to know what you're clamping. Grind. I will grind you and saw you down to the pin line. Ladies and gents, we got to take a short break right there, but please do not go away. We'll be right back with more action in just a second. Welcome back to the show, guys. If you're just joining us, you are missing a cracker, and welcome on board. Four guests with me today, two from the middleweight roster, two from the lightweight roster, Brendan Lemon, Ryan Bowen, Adam, the Angry Bird, Wilmot, and Jamie Sheldon. Let's get back into the mix with the guys right now. Ryan, you're in a situation where you're going to be standing across the table from Brandon Lemon with his eyes black as balls looking at you going, where'd you going, you silly little goose? <laughs> Yo, he oh, says no. that I, 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 I will give him $500, man. Canadian, because I'm not that much rich. <laughs> no, look, dude. Brendan, Brendan forcing me into a hook out of straps is 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 a really small percentage likelihood. Oh that's, my god! That's like Man. that's like so so far. Really? So for, and I mean, if, to do that out of straps, you're just risking me actually flashbending you. Like if you, if you, you, if you literally try I, to set I, that, are you hoping yourself up like you were for somebody though? That's the question. I put are you really lower to die for? I'll just, you, I'll just push you. What was that? I put I much bigger, much stronger people than you into a hook off that go. Without man, without this drop, I'm a, I'm even worse to deal with. You'll be holding on yeah, to me the whole need, way down, you need, man. You need, you You'll be holding you on to me the whole way down, man. I promise you this. Do you feel comfortable <laughs> in a hook, Brendan? Are you? I are love you? It. Would you because you're primarily known as a top roller, mate. Everybody's well, expecting that you're coming in there and you're going to light you're going to light Ryan up with the top roll early doors. I mean, Adam said in a moment ago, Jamie, didn't you call that as well? I think that that that's where most people believe you're going to go. Well, the thing is, is I'm uh, I'm kind of right in between. Like I'm a high hooker, right? I, I believe I'm more of like a high hooker. But the thing mm -hmm. is, is, I actually have the choice to hook and roll and hook and roll when I get into the sticky spot. It's like right in the middle is, is usually my go-to so I don't limit myself. So I have the choice. If, all right, if doesn't, something doesn't feel right, I'm safe and I have my shoulder committed just to the right center of the table to roll out if I have to and get back into the hook if I have to. So this is why without that strap, if I can push past my opponent and have everything I need and I can visualize where I have to go, Right before that go, it's boom, I'm set, I'm locked. Now I can roll out. Now I can do it, finish it, but I have more options. I don't, I'm not going to just gonna come into a match and be like, I'm going to top roll this guy. I'm going to hook this guy. What I want to do is I, I want to feel, squeeze, and see the path of least resistance. That's always my go-to. I'm not worried about where I'm strong. I study where my opponents are weak, and it's been like that since day one. Well, it's interesting that you say that you've got the choice because I don't know whether you're aware, but you are speaking to a man from Australia who has the choice to give away elements of his game. Even will at that point when you start to think, that's okay, mate, you can have my hand. You can have my wrist. You may even have my arm, but you will never take my freedom. 
That little point and that little lesson goes over the head of so many uh, fans of the sport and and novices and amateurs and 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 half half the pros even disagree with the concept of giving away a losing battle and it's just I mean Brendan will agree he's someone at the student uh, as a student of Devon Larry. Fighting a losing battle is crazy. The, the sooner you can identify a losing battle and and choose to to trade, is uh, it's, it's that's technical arm wrestling. So I'll be giving away whatever needs to be given away just to make Brennan uh, bleed a little harder. <laughs> oh, oh, silence fell across the land in Canada. <laughs> oh, hey. How's it going, boys? Hey, speak, speak. For a oh, it's okay. I'm going to give him an excuse. He got a pass out. Brendan actually <laughs> lost connection there. I thought that that was filled with so much depth, Brendan, that we lost you for a minute there just while you tried well, to figure I was gonna, out. I was going to let him go ahead. And, you know, I was going to let go him on, respond, mate. but I was like, well, well, well that was I – mean, and Brian nailed it on the head. I mean, it, it, it's – Ego gets involved if you're in a losing position, but mm-hmm. you still see some daylight. You have to remember that you're trying to win over five rounds. And if yep. you gas yourself because your ego is too big, that's that's super match arm wrestling. That that's 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 why that, I mean you did this since '92, Neil, with arm wars, right? Mm-hmm. Correct. Yeah. This is yeah, part he, of the part of the part of you the. You know, battle. I just. I was just thinking, go back and watch Travis versus Devin on Arm Wars. I think that's going to be very similar to how Brendan and Ryan Bowen are going to pull. Oh, some real problems that. for that big mouth right now. That that match you took in the the, the gathering, top of Vegas MGM. Yes, or are you sir, talking that's Travis? what I'm talking Okay, the gathering. Yeah, I think, I'm, gonna... I'm pretty sure that's what I'm talking about is the <laughs> gathering. When uh, him and Devin, it started off with Travis uh, – taking him down to the pad pretty quick in the first couple matches and then Devin finding his sticking spot and doing what Devin does. I, I have a sneaking suspicion that's how this match could go. I agree totally. And the thing is, Brendan, I I know I can just sense him and feel his kind of disappointment that he wants to be the Devin Larratt in this one. But everyone's predictions, Brendan, is that that you're the one going to be doing the thrashing. And even Devin Larratt himself made the prediction on this podcast a couple of weeks ago when Neil asked him, how's it going to go? He said, someone's going to slam someone in round one and then they're going to end up quitting. Do you really, in your deep down, believe that it's me that's going to slam you in round one and then you're going to make me quit? <laughs> I'm just gonna slam you in round one, and then we're gonna see what happens after that. Round two, round it must three. it must kind of crush your soul though to have have, no. have your hero and your coach. I don't I don't rely predict against you. I don't rely on people's opinions. I I pull from with my heart, and I pull. No, of course not. But still, it hurts when no, someone. That says doesn't it. mean a single single thing to me. That's high hooker. We're we're a team. You gotta remember. We're uh, if you come in too confident and you believe all these predictions and you go by with these polls, oh. The polls are 90 to 10. Oh, I'm going to win. All right. We're going to see what this happens. Is, this is the first time I've been a favorite in a match in a long time. It's kind of foreign territory to me. So it's <laughs> so it's, uh, it's kind of you interesting. You just come in with but... that confidence. And whenever I clamp my wrist and I cup you in, we're going to see. But we're going to see. <laughs> <laughs> we will see. We will see. <laughs> no, it won't be funny. It's going to suck. <laughs> <laughs> Are you telling me you don't well, like I'll be entertained either way, I'll tell you that much. Man, I can't wait. I'm not gonna I cannot wait for this. 
because you know what I, I, I can't wait what... for the most. I can't wait for the after party. That's what I, I cannot wait for the after party because one of you guys. <laughs> oh, it's gonna be so <laughs> pissed off. <laughs> Can you imagine losing your debut though? Like. Where to from there? That's the difference. This is my debut. Well, I, I, can, I got the pressure. I can I've got to train harder. Right. I have to train that extra lip, that extra rep. I got to train harder. This is you're right. You're exactly right. You're coming into your second match. You're comfortable. You're you know what's gonna happen. You you think you're gonna beat me, but I'm coming in and I'm ready to. I'm ready to put it all on the line. I'm ready to be at the pin line and and hold and grind and not give up. I got that spirit in me and I have that heart. You have you give up matches. I wish you'd stop referring to the grind thing. Adam's going to be reaching for the tissues. <laughs> I'm a grit. I'm full of grit and heart. Oh, and, uh, nobody, nobody deal, makes deal, me quit. One man made me quit. Don't kill his name. Misses for that one. This is, this is his war speech right now. Right <laughs> up front, beating the drum. Don't kill it. <laughs> I'm pleased. I'm pleased. I'm pleased you really fired up. She's dropping your back tits and giving me a call. Okay, <laughs> you just brought that up. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to, or Ryan. Carry on. Back tits. Side tits. Side tits, man. Ankle tits. Side tits. Right, Ryan. Fire on. Go on. Yeah, no, I was just, I was just saying. Look, I'm glad you fired up, Brendan. I, I think that it'd be. It, I mean, it, anything else wouldn't be Brendan Lemon Mulvilleville. So you're gonna do what you're gonna do. But this is just the first chapter in the whole journey for you. And and where I'm early on it too. But uh, I think that you need a good lo- disappointing loss to actually evolve in your own game. And uh, I'm gonna give it to you, man. Mm, no, you're not. <laughs> Honestly, the, the, the one way that I see Brendan potentially getting the job done uh, is he, he needs to be able to take he needs to be able to have my wrist back three times. Um, if my wrist is flat or if my wrist is bent, even worse for him, um, the, the match won't go. He needs to do it, mate. Let, let's be honest here, right? You you can I mean. You, you hit the nail on the head a few moments ago when we were talking about your comments online with the choice to give your wrist, choice to give your hand, give your arm. Now, yes, 75, well, actually, I think it was about 77.777% of the professional arm wrestlers in the world really thought that you were on the bong. Not only that, they thought that... That's fine if you're in a controlled situation, the match is stopped and you can break down increments. But when you get lit up, if somebody lights you up off the start and they've just got too much hand and wrist, too much height, too much pronation, there's a myriad of things that they've just got too much and they're applying it too quickly, it's incredibly difficult to make any kind of choice there. Because if you get well, goldfished, no, if you just get yeah, blown yeah, yeah. to the pad, well, have a, that's have a look got to be my, a present risk. With, have a look at my match with Chance Shaw. That's exactly what happened round one. That I was some You can't even I made a choice, I guess. I guess what he was going to do. And ready go happens. And I instantly felt, well, mistake, nothing there. Mm. I gave everything away. I, I totally let my arm go. Did nothing. And he belted me to the pad with zero pressure from me and said, oh my goodness, you are weak. And then celebrated like he'd already won the whole thing. And then we know what happened from there. So even in those circumstances where someone is just an absolute bull and wins everything off the go, you still feel it. You still choose. And and I had zero work on my arm after being down one nil from chance so well as opposed to going oh chance, shit chance is one thing, all right but ch- chance is one thing but if you look at chance's pulling style 
it's yeah. fair to say that it is more of a relaxed top rolling step. It's got some speed, but he doesn't seem to have that wired explosivity, that real intensity that hey, Brendan does bring. So that's got to make you think. Is, yeah, it's a, it's a risky, you know. I'm certain the chance has more power in that move than Brendan would, but Brendan, as you said, more speed, more more variety in what he can do off the go. Um, but chances ch- on chances strongest vector, he was a tank. It felt horrible. So as soon as I felt that, I thought, well, okay, stay away from that. So mm. that's what I did. Brendan. Yeah. You you obviously said that you're gonna look to crack him into the hook. You're gonna set the hook. Just Let's burn, paint a scenario yeah. here, right? Oh. Round one comes, the drops, goal drops, and you go firing through, and you get a pin in a in a top roll, and it's a rapid pin. Are you gonna finish? Are you gonna go just finish the day, bang bang bang? If you get the opportunity to run through that little chink of light three times, are you gonna take it, light him up, and leave the building? Mic drop gone. What? How do you see it? Or would you get to a situation where you'd let this guy back into the match? Because that's an interesting thing. Jamie a moment ago spoke about about you know that 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 risk and that sort of pride getting in the way. Are you going to be mature enough in this match to just finish, Ryan, if you have the opportunity to do that? Well, if in round one, if I take them, obviously I want to come out and I want to bring the heat. I want to be the best me I can be round one, and I want to win convincingly. I'm not going to be stupid. I'm not going to try and gas myself. I'm not going to try and blow myself up. But, you know, I want to win. I want to go home, and I want to say, tell my country and my family that I did what I said I was going to do. So I think... I'm going to look Ryan in the end of the eyes by the end of the match, and he's going to remember me. He's going to remember everything he said before this match. He's going to remember all the choices he said he was going to have to be able to, to beat me. And I'm not knocking Ryan. He's, he's really cool. He's, he's a good arm wrestler. He's got the tools to possibly maybe beat me. But I just got a lot more hurt than him. He's not going to – he won't – that's the difference maker in this match is my ability to just fire it the fuck up, do what I have to do, to get that damn win. He doesn't have the grit that I have, and I've seen it lots. He has given his arm up lots. I, I, I don't. I'm in there to win and do it convincingly so I can climb up that next step, climb up that ladder. So that what's next... your answer to Neil's question? Are you going to top roll three times or are you going to try to showboat and come into hook? If, you, if you're up up, up to Neil and have top rolled me twice, are you going to do it again or are you going to show me this hook of yours? I'll, I'll, you don't think I can hook? I'll put you at round one. Let's go inside. We'll see what happens. It's that time again, ladies and gentlemen. We've got to take a short break, but please go up, get yourself a brew, do what you got to do, because we'll be back in just a few. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to an emotionally charged, intense episode of the World Arm Wrestling League this week. The middleweights and the lightweights primed and ready for WAL 601, and they are going at it. Let's get back into the action right away. You want to you want to pin me three times as fast as you can. If you if you play with fire and slow something down to try to make a point, it'll be the worst decision you've made. If you're if you can see victory right there, take it because any any hesitations and it'll totally collapse on you. 
now. You don't even know what's gonna come, my friend. You don't even know what's gonna happen. I promise you. I, I promise you. Everything in your imagination, in your fairy tale that's going through your mind right now, it's shit's gonna hit the fan when Bart says go. I'm promising you that right now. Everybody knows it over here. My family know. I, I know it's gonna happen. I know it's gonna happen. It's already happened. To build it. It's already happened, anyway. my friend. I, I've I've seen it. Kevin Costa, Field of Dreams, Brendan Lemon. <laughs> I love your faith, man. I love your faith in, in, in it. But yeah, I'm I, I'm trying to be a realist. I know I sound like a cocky realist right now, but um, but yeah, you might win. And if you do, I'll yeah. shake your hand. But oh, and it's the it's same way for me. It's the same thing for me. If you beat me, it's respect, man. It's gonna be nothing's changed. It's it's I'm no. If he beats you, slam his head off the table, please. <laughs> 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 no, it's it's That's not the I end of the journey. See, man. It would never be the end of the journey. I'm I'm young. I'm young, man. Like I am. I've got so much of a ceiling to go, and I'm. I've got years and years and years and years ago before I even reach my prime. Right now, you are. You're. I'm not going to say you're old, but the time left that you have to put in is not nearly going to be as good as mine. And that's what it is. I'm going to come and. Uh, do what I have to do, do what I have been doing, and I'm going to mark my words. It's going to happen. I'm going to win this match and take that shit back home. Now, Brendan, obviously, you got you got a big up there from Adam. He gave you the nod and has been doing so throughout this for the win. Now, when you look at Jamie versus Adam, how do you see that, mate? You didn't weigh in on that argument. Where, did you, where do you see the strengths, the weaknesses of each of those guys, and how do you see that one shaping up? Because that'll have just taken place as you're about to take your place on the stage. Yeah, so I've never met Jamie. I've never uh, gripped up with him, and I, I've only obviously gripped up with Adam the one time. And I think Adam had a lot of matches that day. He was strong, but I'm just looking at it from body type. From body type, Jamie seems to be. How tall are you, Jamie? Like six foot two or something? <laughs> I wish then I would have been in the NFL. No, I'm oh, six I, foot. I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah anyway, so I feel like your build, you look longer and you look like you have possibly more leverage, which is extremely important, obviously, in the sport that we know of. And I've seen your arms. You look like you got at least some freaking 18. Like you got some big arms on you, so you obviously you have the arm power as well. Adam's got that hand strength. I felt it from him. He's got that back pressure. He's, he's t- I, thought, I felt him. He's very tight, and he's controlled. Uh, so it's a little tough for me to make a prediction on that match because I've never actually <laughs> seen Jamie Poland live, or I've never got a, felt him out. But if I never see, do, knew these two guys, hey, and I never knew Brendan, anything about stop. them, and I, looked, do me and a I favor. just looked at them, I would probably say Jamie might win that match only because of his build, because he looks like he might have more options. But I have felt Adam. He, I know he's got the strength to be able to, to win this match. We've seen it. He's beaten Jeff. Obviously, guy with, uh, you know, fast hammer holder. He's got the big arms, and he's got that really wicked hip power. So we've seen mm-hmm. him. Adam be able to beat guys with that hook power. So it's a little tough for me to pick for this match, you know? It's a really hard prediction. So I have a little bit more fuel for the fire. Just pick Jamie so I can be pissed off about it and I can have a little bit more to go on. All right? Just, <laughs> All just right. do it. Well, okay. Everybody else everybody else does. So just hammer away, brother. Well, it's Devin's only gonna happen. I noticed, I noticed Jamie, you. he looks like he he looks like he drives to the side lots. So 
I'm doing that against a guy with that hand control. Obviously, maybe it might be tough for Jamie to get that finish. But I mean, look at Alan Fisher. He's known for his his big, strong hand. So it's it's such a super tough match, and it's it's extremely entertaining. So I'm gonna be excited to see the outcome, and I I hope both of them show up the best they can, and I hope they both have the performance of their day, their lifetime. Because you know what I mean, the move, winner moves on. But if I have to pick from knowing what I know out of these guys. I think Adam might have to possibly come out the winner. I think. I think if he has his wrist uh, and, and he takes and he keeps what he, <laughs> he keeps what he needs, that's what we, what he would need to finish this match, in my opinion. You got to say, Jamie has said. Jamie has said that he's pulled without his hand. He said he, you know, he'll push to the side. But if Adam is strong enough to keep that hand control and keep absorbing those hits, that's what it would take to win. And I'd be I'd be super excited to see it happen. Well, obviously, Adam, you're, you, we, you've already told us that you're coming in a much stronger, better, well-rounded and conditioned version of yourself. We know you're coming in bigger. And to be fair, the other thing that's going to obviously resonate with, with, uh, with Brendan particularly is that you've been past your debut. This isn't, this, is, this isn't your first rodeo. So you've had that taste of World Arm Wrestling League experience, which many people say definitely benefits you. So you, you, you from that it perspective... absolutely benefits. Yeah, so you got it. That's going to do your confidence a world of good, mate, to be honest. I've always seemed to perform better under the big lights than on the bright stage. It's just always seemed to be that way. The crowd brings it out of me. And when I see what's out there in LA when I pop out on that stage you're probably going to see the most intense insane version of the angry bird that's ever fucking walked the planet you know what I mean and uh, I'm, I'm kind of scared of what might happen I am, so, I am and Ryan really scared yeah. Yeah. So no, I'm uh, this is a match that I can't wait to watch, I, and I can't wait to. I'm gonna, I'm a, I want to be right there in Jamie's corner, so that when Angry Bird's looking over Jamie's shoulder, he has to look at me the whole time, and 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 he'll see me cheering for Jamie, and he'll see me telling Jamie where where I can see faults in in uh, Angry Bird's game. It's I, I can't wait to get under his skin. It's gonna be amazing. Dude, I'm gonna be so funny. I'm gonna be so focused. <laughs> on what I'm there to do, that I'm not even going to notice anybody in the crowd. I'm going to come out on the stage, and I'll see everybody out there, and then it's just going to be complete focus on what I'm there to do after that. All this right. is the most, most, you're not gonna the most sensible into, thing I've heard you say. You're not going to factor into my game plan at all. All right? Just, How come you're getting sensible? Don't give yourself too much matter. credit. What, what, what's going on? <laughs> well, let's be honest here, guys. Both these matches, right? Both these matches. Different weight divisions, but the connotations are significant for both. I mean, this sets you up for real progression. You're at the sharp end of the season. You're coming in in 6-0-1. If you get a win here, really good progression opportunities throughout the year. It, it, you're gonna, everybody's going to be talking about this. If you, if you land on your ass, not great. Not great. Yeah, Particularly with the queue it. of hungry guys, you know. I mean, yeah, like we exactly. said earlier, so many lightweights out there, so many middleweights out there. It's a talent. You have to win. You have to win. You have to win, or that could be it. I mean, we're all yeah, lucky to be here. It's like these. It's like these hundreds of posts that these morons are making online. It's like, oh, this guy should be in. This guy should be in. Yeah, there's literally hundreds of people 
on every continent that should have matches if in a perfect world we lived in, but we don't. But what do these people have to offer? I'm not saying I'm the most marketable person, but I'm saying I'll sell this fucking sport. There's some guys on this that'll sell it better than me, and they are. There's a guy on this phone call who's selling this sport better than everybody. Other than Neil. Neil's still the man. Sorry, Ryan. But Ryan's pretty damn good at it. But, you know what I mean? Like, this is your everybody's opportunity to, 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 to further the sport, better themselves. And then, yeah, if you can get back to Chicago in one of those next matches after this, but don't look at it now because you still got something big right in front of you. I mean, everybody's lucky to be here. So when people post the hell this shit, Chicago. That's the- I want to go to Atlanta. All right. Let's get that straight hey. right now. I don't well, know you and me see. got Let business me to settle first not going in Hollywood. To Atlanta if you beat me. But I want to go to Atlanta. Let's just put let's just put that out there right now. That's the ultimate goal is Atlanta. And whatever's on the road to that, I'm gonna prepare myself for. And you're the first step. All right. Ooh, so step. Let, let's like let's that. say that, that that Jamie is a step, okay? And I'm gonna spin <laughs> this both ways. Adam. If if you get through Jamie Sheldon, who would you like to arm wrestle most? Who's your ne- who do you want next if you get through him? And I really, really want everybody on the roster. I mean, I know that's kind of a cop out, but I also have unfinished business with Giannis Amelins. And that's that's true too. So I want to arm wrestle him. I want to prove to myself that I could beat him fresh for fresh and not have anybody talking shit that he was tired or anything like that. Now, I know nobody believes me that I can beat him. Nobody believed me when I said I could beat Jeff. So keep on doubting. And I'll just keep on proving people wrong. All right. Jamie, same question. Okay. Well, not to sound just like Adam, but yes, I do have a list and here's why. I've got unfinished business. I need to extinguish the hail fire. Who's a good friend of mine. Yes. We all know he's a friend of mine, but it's business. Uh, I'd like to disable the iron man. If he's fresh and ready to go at some point. I mean, that's the ultimate strength test is pulling, um, Tony Katowski, um, Sam Harris. I haven't pulled him in six years, but I have permanent, you know what? I'll post this. I have permanent fingernail marks scars in my hand from sam harris from about six years ago so i'd love to pull him again and then you know at some point i'd like to execute order 66 and take out the jedi that's like the ultimate challenge right you want to be stronger than tony and you want to out arm wrestle Giannis. then you're the king of the lightweights and you got that hammer so you have to beat both of them to own this but you got to right. beat everybody else in. You got to beat everybody else in line too. So, okay, and then throwing everybody else in there. Brendan yeah, Lemon, let's come to you, yeah. mate. So yeah. Brendan, you 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 get through Ryan Bowen. Suddenly, you've t- all that momentum, all the stuff that he brought from his debut in the win against Guerra, all that conversational stuff that he's amassed and built up with the top eight win. Sorry, bottom eight win with the um, win over chance, you would then sort of automatically 
the encapsulated within that whole discussion. Who would you like to bounce at next? Who who would be in your sights? Who's if you could pick one from the current roster or guys that are on the fringe? Who do you see yourself most? Who's your tastiest matchup out there? Yeah, so. I mean, obviously, we're all in here for the same reason. We want to be the man. We want to be the man to beat. We want the hammer. But to make all things fair, you got to earn it, right? So mm-hmm. for me, the last man to, to take me out was Paul Lynn, and that was two years ago. So, and I, I made it hell for him. I still made it hell for him, but he beat me. He was a better man. So, I mean, obviously, we're great buddies, but if it came down to it, he got in the way. Have to, I'd have to come back, and I would love to get that chance to prove myself. I believe I can do it. I respect Paul's capabilities to the extreme because he's an extremely good athlete and very humble, and he's he's really cool. So I would love to have my chance against Paul in again because he beat me. I've been thinking about it ever since, and I hate and I hate losing. So I would love that chance if it was able to come possible. I would love it. I, I think he would too. I, I think he would too. Last, but by no means least, Ryan Blue Bowen. <laughs> yeah, Neil, it, it, I don't think it's any uh, any hidden fact that um, that I have a soft spot for Justin Bishop, and and at some point in my life, I need to have that match. And it's it's the need is 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 not out of me trying to prove myself against anything in particular. It's just, I love that match. It's getting, getting your revenge on someone that, that was the, the catalyst to me becoming a, uh, a pro level arm wrestler uh, is is just an amazing opportunity. And and Justin, we know that there's there's a lot of story between me and Justin, and and I think a lot of people would love to see it. So if I'm good enough to get through Brendan, um, it's a super easy choice for me with with Justin. And for me, I feel like if I was capable of getting through Justin, which personally I, I believe I I would be, um, then I've I've been dreaming about. How I would stop someone like RVJ? I mean, that's that's always there, and uh, if if the cards fall the right way, it'd be an absolute honour to to see what I could do against that man someday. Ladies and gentlemen, the World Arm Wrestling League 2020 600 Series Majors are almost upon us. April 21st, Los Angeles, the Avalon, place host to WL601. The first two matches are confirmed. You've been listening to the guys for the last couple of weeks. I think you'll agree it's going to be intense. Do not miss it. Check it out. I know these guys are going to be training extremely hard. Fellas, thank you very much for taking the time out over the last couple of episodes to join us. I want to wish you all the very best with your training and preparation. We may get a chance to check in with you guys before it goes down. If not, bring it. I go choke, Pleasure. Neil. <laughs> pleasure, mate. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks so much for the opportunity. Amazing. Always a pleasure, Neil. Unfortunately, ladies and gentlemen, that is all we've got time for. I've got to bring the curtain down on a fabulous two-parter. I want to say a massive thank you to my guests, Canada's Brendan, Lemon, Mulvey Hill, Australia's Ryan Blue Bowen, the Angry Bird, Adam Wilmot, and the amazing and very sexy Mr. Jamie Sheldon of California, USA. I also want to say a massive thank you to all of you guys for one more time, taking your time to check us out, tune in, and we hope you will again same time next time right here on the World Arm Wrestling League this week 
with my fine fat self, Neil Pickup. Until then, you know the drill. Take it easy, peeps. Sports betting is sweeping across the country faster than the coronavirus, and Wagering Week is your antidote. I'm Tom Martin, and I'm a veteran sports analyst and respected sports handicapper who helped build ESPN's brand. I've been recognized and awarded by Pro Football Weekly and Gaming Today magazine as the honest handicapper. Let the other guys give you the same old boring sports talk with the same tired storylines. We'll give it to you straight here every Friday on Wagering Week. Don't gamble with other podcasts. Let Sports Garden Network's Wagering Week help your bottom line.